Thank you for clicking on to the Randomly Reviewed podcast. Please note this podcast does contain adult humour and content that some listeners may find offensive. If for some reason you do enjoy this episode, please click the like and subscribe for future episodes which will be released weekly. If you have any suggestions for future episodes, leave a comment or check out the links for our Twitter and Facebook page in the description. Now, on with the show. Welcome to the Randomly Reviewed Podcast, where we randomly review something new each week. This week, we're reviewing Deck Gently's Holistic Detective Agency. What's your name? John. <laughs> Welcome to... <laughs> oh, for God's sake, you've done it. You just have to say, I'm Mark, this is Jennings, and that's Zell. I'm Mark, this is... Jennings. And this is... Zell. Let's get to this. Deck Gently's Holistic Detective Agency. All right, so you picked this one. Any particular reason why you picked this one, Mark? <laughs> it was a random Netflix show that I picked. Had you ever watched it before or heard anything about it before? I thought I'd watched the first episode before. Turns out you hadn't. Turns out I might have watched the third episode. <laughs> okay, that's pretty impressive. <laughs> I don't know how. Because <laughs> <Right. laughs> when, I, when I come to watch it on Netflix, it was like, watch episode four. I was like, what? <laughs> you might have fallen asleep during the first one. That is a possibility as well, because I do not remember anything that happened. <laughs> right, that's, that's even better. So, um... Um, so it's written by Max Landis for BBC America, Netflix. AMC Studios, IW, IDW Entertainment, and ID8 Media. Like a big conglomerate. Yeah, uh, I'll go companies. into Max Landis if you haven't got anything about him. Cool. Are um, we doing that now or at no, the end? No, no, we'll wait until the end. There are two seasons, 18 episodes, which ran from 2016 to 2017. It was announced in December 2017 that there would be no season three by executive producer Aaron Ethan David. He told fans, despite <laughs> fan support, there will be no season three. Did he give a reason? Yeah, there is a reason behind it. I'll go into it at the end. <laughs> okay. Is it That tone sounds <clears throat> like you've got a beef, Jennings. I have. I, I, I actually really liked Matt Landis until I had Max Landis, but... Yeah, I found out some shit about him. The show is, I believe, loosely based on? Um, on the actual books by Douglas Adams, they are loose, very loosely based. Um, the first se- season is just like a complete retelling of the original story, just set in America and set in modern days. Because I did get the book, but I didn't have time to read it. But I did start reading it, and it was like an ap- apocalyptic event was happening or something. It, well... The apocalyptic event is aliens came down to Earth um, tens of thousands of years ago. Oh, is this ancient aliens? Not Well, kind of, actually. Oh, yeah, see, it's so, true. They did land. So what happened is that um, when they went down to Earth, um, they their ship accidentally exploded when it hit Earth. Um, and the person who blew up the ship... Um, is wandering around as a ghost and is there for thousands of thousands of years and then incorporates into another person. There is the time machine element into it and all that sort of stuff. Like, it, it is a proper rehashing. It's not the same at all. 
Anyway, go. Cool. So yeah, it's based on the book by Douglas Adams of Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy fame. I still need to read that book. It's a good book. Books are for nerds. I mean, <laughs> losers. <laughs> Doesn't make it any better. <laughs> I'm a nerd, but I won't read books. You're also a loser, and you won't read books. Okay, it's just for twats. Now I'm a twat as well. <laughs> yeah. People, not me, then. <laughs> Carry on. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Uh, okay, so we've got Todd, who... Well, well right, so well, that well, was well. your fact file. That was literally your fact file. Are you fucking kidding me that was your fact file? Actually, no. Okay. <laughs> Did have more. I'm sure I have more. Because I've got, like, one tomato scores and stuff. Oh, you mean that thing up here? Yeah, that, that thing that says the percentages. Yes. <laughs> That's the one. Thank you very much. Oh, this is so professional. <laughs> uh, it's got an 85% average... Um, on the tomato meter for uh, critics and I wish I'd have written this out more coherently. That's good. You put 95% 95% average audience score. Um, basically the critic score is 70, 71% for the first season but 100% for the second season. I'm guessing they've got less critics on there doing it for that one. Maybe, I didn't check. Because the second series isn't as good as the first. To is it be not? fair. I can't even remember the second, second series. Is just it goes really weird. Well, not weird, but like it just. Yeah, that woman's story yeah. I didn't like. It shoves itself up its ass. That's what it does for the second. Series. I have only watched the first four episodes anyway. Have you? <laughs> is that's, that it? That's what was. I, like, I know, but I I put it on today. Watched all of them. Like I'll go into my review of what I thought of it because I watched the first four episodes. Was sorely disappointed. Went fuck it. I'll watch the rest. And then remembered why I liked the series again. But yeah, go on. <laughs> <laughs> you were the one who chose this. <laughs> I don't have a lot of time this week. Okay, calm down. <laughs> but I, I purposely only watched the first four. I would love to watch more, but I want you to just base everything on the first four episodes. Okay. You know, like we're supposed to. Well, yeah, you can do that. And then, like... Two days later, watch the next four. I know this was finished. I finished this today. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> so hell, we've been done. Done it. <laughs> this, is, this is proper professional. I love it. So Todd, <laughs> no, we're not going to attack characters until we right, finish. I'll do the um, episodes. Well, okay, just a couple more facts for you. So um, uh, over a hundred thousand signatures were on the petition for the third series to be done, um, but they rejected it outright. There is an actual really good reason for that. Um, the name of Dirk Gently is actually an oxymoron. To Dirk used to mean to stab someone, and it's hard to stab someone gently. So, Oh, there was another um, retelling where Stephen Mangan is... Um, yeah, the gently. BBC uh, version. It came out a couple of years beforehand. Uh, it wasn't that bad, but it wasn't that good either, to be honest. Um, I don't think you've watched it. so I haven't. No. no. Uh, I did at the time, but it just, it's one of those things. You watch it, and then, well, that was good, and then forget about it instantly. Did that have the aliens in it? I can't remember. It, it's got him looking for a cat, which is the start of the book as well. Um, oh, it, also, the Dirk Gently character isn't his real name. It's actually Svlad Shigeli. Yes. Apparently. Mm. We do find that out in the, one of the episodes. 
Yeah, he does say, uh, I don't go by that name anymore. But, yeah. Yeah. Doesn't really go into it that much. So, I'll do the play-by-play, then you can do your character synopsis, and then we'll go into the review. And I'll just nod and agree. Yeah, that's in good. In silence, as always. Uh, so, uh, episode one starts off with a phone call to Dirk, asking him where he is. Uh, he is unsure he was supposed to be anywhere. Uh, then we see a murder scene with a kitten being picked up by a mysterious hand, and then a cool uh, 70s-like credits scene starts. Um in all honesty, this first episode pissed me off something rotten. Like, it just goes at breakneck speed. Just properly, just... Like, how you suppose... I know you find out all the rest of it by the end of the season, but if you were just wanting, like, trying to get into it, you'd be like, oh, right, oh, right, oh, you're just putting that on a cliffhanger. You're putting that on a cliffhanger. You're showing us all this foreshadowing shite. It doesn't give any space to breathe at any point. Yeah, but, but I, I like that. stuff like that. Yeah. If it's done well, you'll want to know more, so you'll want to continue. And if it's not done well, you'll just go fucking. I felt on. I felt it was so forced in the first like two or three episodes. I felt it was so forced that uh, we're putting so many different weird shit and so many different weird characters in there. Like there was so many different parts they could have just let's eke it out a little bit more rather than just rush all this shit into a one Um I'm it, guessing they only had a limited amount of money because the first season's, what, only eight episodes? Yeah, it's only eight so episodes. So maybe they had to sort of do that. I didn't mind <laughs> it, but I suppose if you if you weren't hooked by the first, I don't know, 10, 20 minutes, it might be a bit too much, and you'd go, ah, I don't know how long it's going to be. You'll have a different stop. perspective on it as well if you already knew the story of, like, from the book. Well, you... And the other, other well, not even the book, or just watching it from the time before. Um, like, because I watched it, I've watched this series about three or four times now. And first time I watched it, I really liked it. But that's because I binge watched it. I think that's the only way to watch this series is just pure binge watching it. Because if I had to wait every week for an episode, I wouldn't have watched it. Like, yeah, to be honest, I'm uh, I'm not done that in ages now. I just can't be arsed. You can't be asked. Like I even wait for stuff to finish yeah. before. Like I think the yeah, only thing I tend to do that now, except with Snowpiercer. I think Breaking Bad's the only thing that I've actually gone. All oh, right, I'll watch each individual weekly episode, or Better Call Saul, just because it's on Netflix and it's quite easy to go. Oh, All right, yeah. Episode, I'll watch that. Yeah, same. Mm. Mm. No, I just wait now. Although to be fair, Breaking Bad I didn't watch apart from season one. So yeah, I know. I think think that's weird. Where you just won't watch it because because I liked the way the first season ended. Yeah. I did. I didn't need to know more. It's like Weeds. Remember that shit uh, show? Yeah, I did. I, I watched it up until <laughs> I know you liked up Weeds, until right? she was she banged someone and he turned, ended up being the DEA and I'm like, oh, it's gonna be this kind of thing. So I just stopped. Oh, it was pretty wank that show. actually. Yeah. like everyone banged on about it for so long, but I just thought it was. It's like Thirty Rock. I can barely get into that. Thirty Rock's awesome. I could mm-hmm. barely get into it. I think, I think it's self-congratulatory shite. Like, they all just bum each other because it's an industry thing. And it's just like, oh, look how funny and clever we are. And it's just, but it is funny and clever. <laughs> yeah. In, like, uh, I think it's just it because I'm funny. even drunk really funny. Uh, when I'm watching it. And I've only watched the first couple of episodes. It's like, quite a lot of that stuff. I watched all of Californication. And that's, it's not bad. And it is quite funny. It's not just a lot of... Fit women being shagged though by Mulder. 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you shag like a 16 year old in that. Yeah. First episode. Why do these podcasts always turn into <laughs> paedophiles? <laughs> 16 isn't paedophilia. Um, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Still um, not legal. Though. Well, in America. But anyway, anyway, so that's the first five minutes of the. <laughs> it's not even first five minutes of the episode. Um, so yeah, it opens up with a cool credit seventies uh, like credit sequence, and then we see uh, the Hobbit being woken up by his landlord bashing his car because he owes him money. Uh, it seems like a psycho. Frodo locks himself out and then goes to work. Uh, he's a bellboy at a posh hotel. He wants to check early and he is sent to do some errands. One seems to be to comfort a woman who has just been dumped. This was a really weird scene because most of the scenes within this actually have callbacks to it or something along those lines. But that woman who's crying on his shoulder because she's been dumped doesn't seem to appear ever again in the series, which is just, it's it's, it's kind of out of place. Um, anyway, he gets in the lift and then the doors open and he sees two people arguing and realises one of them is him. With a fair coat on. Yes, and an American flag. Uh, oh, so you did watch it. That's good. Um, Why would you think I didn't? <laughs> uh, you see, yeah. Um, yeah, closing. Oh, sorry. Yeah, so he's two people arguing, realises one of them is him, but he just lets the lift door close when he realises that it's him. Like, I mean, well, you would you... be pretty shocked, though. Uh, that's the that what I've put here is uh, he does seem freaked out to be fair, but if you saw yourself, you'd be like, "What the fuck is happening here?" You'd like easily press that button to try and open the door again to make sure you weren't going fucking mental. That's what I would do anyway. I, yeah, I wouldn't just go up to the stairs and keep on doing my job, just going, "Oh yeah, that's a good idea." Well, to be fair, uh, I don't know. Depends because sometimes I space out. So I just thought, oh, that's just my imagination. And then just carry on. Because mm-hmm. yeah. like, that um, message that I thought I sent you, that freaked me the fuck out. <laughs> I just carried on, and then I only realised that it wasn't real when I went home and I'm like, hmm, I'm just going to check because I thought uh, I'll reply again. And I was like, that message is not there. So in that sort of instance, you sort of go, eh, okay, fair enough, that's a bit weird. And then just carry on. I wouldn't, I, I, I probably wouldn't carry on. I, I wouldn't go and say, ooh, I wonder what that is. I'd just be like, I'm probably seeing shit, so let's just carry on and pretend it didn't happen. <laughs> right, which is basically what he does. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah. Uh, no, I, I would like to just comfort, maybe it's just my paranoid brain just going, oh, fuck, did I go mental there or not? Like, I wouldn't go, oh, that was a bit weird. Well, carry on my day. I'd, I'd probably do that. Because <laughs> if it was me, then it'd be so much hassle. I, I wouldn't want that. <laughs> Just think about it. So it's more along <laughs> the lines that you couldn't be asked if it Just turned think out about if, it if, was right. if it was me from a different <laughs> timeline or Is whatever. that me? If that is me, I'm going to have to do stuff like <laughs> Yeah. Oh, bollocks. Just think about the convoluted <laughs> excuse that he's going to... The enemy is going to have to tell me, and I'm going to have to either believe him or think I'm nuts. I'd rather just go, if I'm nuts, I'll leave that be, versus me going, nah, fuck that noise. Zell, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> yeah, just leave it be. Fuck it, can't be arsed. Anyway, so, okay. He's obviously like Zell then. 
Uh, he goes to the penthouse and sees the weird murder scene. The police come and walk through the strangeness of the crime scene because obviously it's a bit of a fucked up crime scene. Um, there's shark, shark bites. Shark bites and oh, I contributed. <laughs> shark bites and shit. Um, uh, they interview Frodo and seems to blame him for the whole thing. Uh, he nearly, he then nearly tells them about the doppelganger, but doesn't. Uh, he then gets fired, which I thought was a bit tight. Yeah, but we get rewarded for it later. Like there's a revenge later because the guy who fires him dies. Not re- <laughs> that's not revenge. Like that's just someone it's else satisfying. It's not satisfying. <laughs> Although he did seem like he would be a good character, so I was pretty peeved that he died. Actually, <laughs> he was quite well. To be fair, I understand why he fired him. One. He sounded like a shit employee anyway. It was his first day. <laughs> it wasn't his first day. They wouldn't have sent him to the penthouse on his first day to sort shit out. You're right. Mm. I remember when I was, got confused with the conversation that he had afterwards when he was asking for his paycheck. And he was talking about, oh, it's a day. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, no. And I realised right. afterwards then. Can I get my pay? Can I get my pay early then? And he goes, uh, no, this is your termination day. You get your pay later. But can't I have it on the same day as my termination day? No, that's a day. And then they go into it. Like, some of the writing within the first couple of episodes pisses me off because it's far too slick on itself. Like, it's just... I do like slick writing. Like, Quentin Tarantino has some really slick writing between characters that you can go, oh, that's good, that's good. But in this series, it kind of just falls by the way when one of the characters acts really stupid in some scenes and then comes out with some zingers in the next. It's uh, it, it did piss me off a bit. <laughs> Talking back about this, nah, I fucking hate this series of shit. Um, anyway, he, he does get fired, bit tight. Uh, Frodo gets home, and Dirk is breaking into his house. Uh, they have a comical fl- uh, fight. Dirk then explains chaos theory and says he is now sleeping in Frodo's house. Frodo kicks him out. Uh, he then... Uh, it, Oh, we then see two people following Dirk in a van. Uh, one thinks he should shoot him, but the other one moves the gun, causing him to shoot some random guy who has got a woman strapped to a bed. Uh, see, like, just saying all of this shit, and this is only like the first ten minutes of this, there's so many different parts that are happening. Uh, you just go, it does. it's an overload of the senses for me. Um, there's a lot of characters that introdu- it introduces too fast. Yes, thank you. But it's like... Zell says it's only eight episodes, so it kind of has to, I guess. It has to, and you do have to, like, the more you watch it, the better it is for that. But if it was, like, I watch it this week, wow, that was a lot of shit to take in. It's a week later, I can't remember any of that, the amount of shit they piled on on the first episode. How the hell am I supposed to remember that for the second one? If you're not binge-watching it, it's not worth it. Um... So, yeah, we then see two people falling to it. Yeah, one gets strapped, uh, one strapped to the bed. Uh, we also see the cops who blamed Frodo uh, staking him out. Uh, yeah, so the cops who blamed Frodo, they're staking him out. Uh, Frodo talks to his sister about coming to see her, and I think she's fit. She's all right. Oh, I think she's fit. I really like her. Uh, cut to the outside of a pier where a hacker is trying to do something to a water pipe uh, with his handler. Next to the car, a psycho woman then chases... Sorry. The handler next to the car. A psycho woman then pops up out of nowhere. Best character. Yes, that's exactly what I've put here. Um, I really like her. 
Uh, she uh, kills his handler and then she starts chasing him and then she tries to kill him and he, she just goes, are you Dirk Gently? And he goes, no. And, Why are you running away then? Because like, <laughs> you're chasing me with a machete. Like, so you're not Dirk Gently? No. All oh, right then. And then just walks away. <laughs> and then she gets it later on in the episode when she's getting him to drive him uh, to uh, another place and she goes, uh, oh, thank you for driving me. He said, you, you took me hostage. <laughs> yeah. You said you'd kill me if I didn't. <laughs> well, you had a choice. What, what you choice better to, You thought it was better to do this than die. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> she is one of the best characters in it. Um, and then she doesn't. Uh, Dirk then helps Frodo and they drive to his sister's. Like, I am skipping a lot of the bits where the dialogue between those two is quite good because... One of the best parts of this series, I found anyway, was the juxtaposition between the uh, psycho woman and the black hacker dude. And uh, the... Dirk and Todd. Yeah, Dirk and Frodo. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to call him Frodo. Um, and like at the end of the series, I know you haven't watched it yet, um, those two, like they have a bit of a, a meeting off of each other. And... Uh, they, she just walks away with the hacker dude and he, he, him and Frodo look at each other and then just go and nod to each other just like, yeah, this is shit. <laughs> it's really good. Like, and just seeing how those two interact and how the psycho and the other one interacts because she's a holistic assassin and he's a holistic detective. I really like that. Anyway, so yeah, glad everyone's on board with that one. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> Me <sorry>. too. <laughs> Sorry to bore the shit out of you with that. Uh, we go back to the police and uh, we get some more weird small pieces of information uh, to try and connect the dots. So it starts going on about how um, the girl and the dog... Uh, well, no, the girl has been missing for a while and yeah, there's so much different bits of information within that first episode. Like, I'm quite glad in later episodes they flesh it out rather than go, you've got to remember the first episode to actually understand what's happening in later episodes. Because you could literally get rid of this first episode and it wouldn't matter. Um, yeah, and then it explains what he does. He's a, uh, he's a detective. And how does he do it? Complicated. Cut to the psycho lass and the hacker. They are driving. She has taken him hostage and then robs a garage and explains she's an assassin and how she does it. It's complicated. Um, we see Dirk and Frodo at a garage. He explains about why he has picked him up. Uh, they then meet his sister, who we find out has a weird disease. Um, it's Par not a real disease. Pararibulitis. Para yes. And it, yeah, it was invented for the show. Yeah, it's bollocks. Mm. Mm. Sorry. Uh, at this point, uh, there is a lot of babble in this episode. Uh, the way how everyone speaks to each other is really slick. Frodo and the sister jam, and we see how her disease affects her. So she's playing the drums. The drumstick turns into a knife, and we see the knife. But uh, and so does she. But no one else does, and her hand really hurts, and she starts crying because that would hurt. <laughs> I was going to say because she's a little bitch. So basically, her brain interprets signals wrongly, so she yeah. could be on fire, and her brain will tell her she's actually freezing to death. Along with hallucinations. Yeah. It's basically the disease. Yeah. 
Uh, and then we get more of Frodo backstory. Also, another set of characters who are following Dirk are introduced uh, for a second. That's the Rowdy Three, but there's four of them. Yes. Uh, that's actually a throwback to, uh, to, to um, Hitchhiker's Guide. Uh, so, the Hitchhiker's Guide trilogy, um, but there's five books. So, they call it the trilogy but it's actually a five-book thing. So that's what it's about. Cool. Yeah, it's, it's a nice little nod to it, but yeah. Uh, uh, they get back to Frodo's flat, and Dirk explains more shit, and we find out about Rowdy 3. After Dirk, uh, they just, yeah, they're just punk rockers with bats, and they start doing the hocus-pocus thing by sucking out his spirit. So they break into Dirk and Frodo's flat, and literally just go, oh, look, uh, we're going to beat the shit out of your whole entire place. Um, Dirk falls on the floor, scared shitless. And then, you know, remember in Hocus Pocus where they give the little girl that um, that owl, uh, that drink and she has to sit, she sits in that table and then her essence starts coming out and then they go, all three of them go next to her and go... <sighs> Does no one remember Hocus Pocus? I, I don't remember. I watched it when I was about eight. <laughs> I don't remember seeing it. Uh, if anyone fucking is listening to this podcast, I hope they fucking email you guys and just. I hope Anonymous says, You don't know Hocus Pocus? I'm going to steal all your money. I don't know Hocus Pocus. I haven't watched it since I was eight. Don't remember. You don't remember. Anyway, that's what happens. So, and it's the exact same effects that's used in uh, in this. I've got that. Um, they're basically vampires who feed off people's energy. Particularly Amanda, who they stalk. <laughs> yeah, but they really like her, so that's nice. Well, yeah, they do protect her, don't they? Yes. Um, uh, they see Frodo and then fuck off. Uh, Landlord then comes in and accidentally shoots himself in the head, <laughs> which is quite funny. Um, I like that. You all right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I hope that got picked up on the mic. <laughs> um, yeah, so he, so he shoots the gun. Uh, hits off, I think it hits off the microwave, hits off the lamp, and then hits him in the head, uh, which is an incredible shot. Uh, then, uh, yeah, so he accidentally shoots, and then we see outside loads of government people following Dirk, Frodo, and the landlord, and none of them know about each other. So the FBI turns up, um, the missing people turn up, and I think it was the CIA or someone like that. Uh, all turn up outside and they all fall over each other to try and get into the building to see what the fuck has happened uh, with the landlord shooting himself. The CIA or whatever it is. I like the uh, the sniper guy. What, the thick one? Yeah. <laughs> I've got him in my sights. What? Yeah. Shall I take the shot? What? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. uh, that thick one becomes a very prominent character later on in the series. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, so you've got something to look forward to there. Yeah. I don't know whether I should tell you... I'm going to tell you the rest of it as well. No. Well, I think we owe it to the listener. They can watch it. <laughs> we'll just say spoiler alert and then it's up to Mark to either close the ears or just listen. Oh, I could just punch you in the face. That's not going to stop him talking. Spoiler alert. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Uh, Dirk and Frodo, uh, yeah, they know none of about it. Uh, also, the lasso's change to the bed breaks free. Um, Frodo is let go. 
yeah, uh, Frodo is let go from the police station after they find out he didn't do it. Uh, they cut to the hotel where Frodo got fired and two bald men are looking for the kitten um, and kill uh, the manager. Uh, just the way how they kill him, you know that uh, crossbow thing? Uh, that was uh, designed by one of the guys from Mythbusters. Mythbusters? Oh yeah, I read that. Yeah, from Adam something, I can't remember. Savage. Adam Savage. Uh, and at the end of filming, um, Max Landis sent him a copy of the electrified crossbow thing. Oh, nice. Yeah. How nice of him. Yeah. Uh, well. Sounds like a really nice guy. He does. He does sound like a really nice Should guy. Should we marry him? Mm, well, you can. <laughs> I don't want to marry him by myself. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What do, you, what do you expect us to do? Like Do like the three babies in a trench coat thing? <laughs> Just me on top of it. That'd be awesome. Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> Hi, Max. I know we're like oh, stupidly tall, like at least 12 foot. <laughs> do, you, do you fancy us? <laughs> You'd probably say yes. <laughs> do you want to get married? He's our Can't age. take my um, trench coat off. I don't think he's desperate, though. Well... Mm. <laughs> let's let's not get into that just yet. <clears throat> so the hotel where Frodo got fired, yeah, the two they kill the manager. Frodo and Dirk are uh, out on the street, and Frodo has a breakdown, and Dirk calms him down a little bit. But Frodo tells him to bugger off. Uh, he gets on a bus and then picks up a dog that he's randomly seen throughout the episode. Uh, a montage of characters happens, all showing little bits of info, and Frodo wins the lottery from a ticket he picked up at the murder scene. Now, just that end part there, how much shit just happened in that end part, and that's only about two minutes worth of footage. Yeah. It, it goes at such a fucking speed, that episode. Like, it really did piss me off. Anyway, sorry, that was... So that's the first episode. I'm not going to do any more synopsis for anything else. Like, cool. <laughs> are we going to break down the rest of the episodes or not uh, no no I'll let all the, if you want to watch it watch it just like I'll, t- I'll give my review of the episode uh, so this is literally a page turner episode so it leaves cliffhangers all over the place and with lots of foreshadowing uh, it does cover up the fact that it's pretending to be clever than it is uh, having weird characters that keep you involved uh, I can see why people were put off by the whole entire series just from this this one episode because as a standalone episode it's just far too much information and it can confuse the shit out of people it's got a lot of Doctor Who vibes as well I thought really? oh well the intro sequence is a bit Doctor Who-y but apart from that I can't think the of the character else. itself that generally is kind of Doctor Who <laughs> oh, oh I can see what you mean like the David Tennant one yeah mm. Mm. Like, I think more Matt Smith than David Tennant well, an amalgamation of those two. I've not seen the David Tennant Doctor Who, so I don't know. Oh, well, to be fair, the best ones are the ones where he's not in it. <laughs> well, in my opinion, a lot of people who watch Doctor Who... A lot of people no, seem he's to... he's my favourite! Yeah, seem to bomb he is David my, Tennant. He's my favourite Doctor. Is he? <clears throat> Why? Just my favourite Doctor. Yeah, there's got to be reasons behind it. Because I like him. <laughs> is it his face? Is it because he's Scottish, but he speaks in an English accent? Partly, yeah. But I enjoyed a lot of the episodes. So. And they don't, there's three good ones. The one where... Um, don't Blink is the best. Don't Blink is obviously the best one. And he's hardly in it. The Matt Smith one? No, no. the Angels... 
The angel statues. Yeah, yeah it's with the. It's the first time you see the angel oh, statues, okay. and uh, with that, like the Matt Smith episodes with the angel the angel statues is shit compared to the original one, um, and that's got Carrie um, Mahern or something. Carrie, uh, she was in The Great Gatsby with Leonardo DiCaprio. She's actually quite famous now, um, but she originally came from that episode. Just a bit more trivia for you. Cool. Um, and then the other ones are the one where they're all in that box going to see... The Wizard? The Wonderful Wizard of Oz. Uh, <laughs> they're on a planet where it's full of radiation and they can only open the windows for a certain amount of time to see this waterfall. And they get stuck in this box and something creeps inside. I'm guessing you haven't watched any of them, have you, Mark? Oh, yeah. David Tennant's my favourite. I've only watched two episodes. <laughs> I watched them all. <laughs> Remember them all? Probably not. <laughs> I watched them all. Mm. I'm sure. No. I did. Name any of his, apart from Billy Piper, name any of his uh, assistants. Um, did he have more than yeah. Billy? Catherine Tate. You choose the shittest one out of all of them. Frida Bergman? <laughs> <laughs> it is Frida something, but it's not Frida Bergman. <laughs> Uh, it's not Frida Carlo either. <laughs> let's not Frida let's, Man. Yeah, Frida Freeman. <laughs> Frida Man. Frida Man. <laughs> anyway, let's get our fucking doctor over. Not, not having this argument because it is quite good, but it's also quite it's shit not at the same. It's shit at the same time. Like, to be honest, the only British. reason why I watched Doctor Who was because. Uh, the ginger lost was fit, Amy Pond, whatever her name is, uh, Karen, yeah, Karen Gillian. Gillian, she was fit, and then of and course, then... Clara, oh, she is like, whoa, she's really fit. She is a level above, but she was in EastEnders. No, it wasn't, she was Coronation Street or Emmerdale, it was Emmerdale, not Oh, Emmerdale. it was in Emmerdale, you are right. But Did, yeah, can she you is... not bring anything to this conversation? Didn't you find any of them attractive? Do you find women attractive? I think he, he finds David Tennant attractive, and then once he left, yeah. he's like, oh shit, my eye candy's gone. Catherine Matt Tate Smith was... is pretty ugly compared to David Tennant, in all honesty. Catherine Tate was a beauty. When? When she was in the bill for that one episode. All women. All women are beautiful. Even the one with penises. <laughs> Stop stealing my tobacco. We don't have to cut all of it. Maybe the penis bit at the end. <laughs> no, I'm all for LGBTQ. I thought you were going to say have penis. I'm all for penis. <laughs> I'm all for penis as well. I've got one. I love it. <laughs> gay. Yeah. Don't care if it makes me gay. I love touching my penis. But where were the... <laughs> well, well my, my question is... Might be super gay, but I don't care. <laughs> We've got rights now, Mark. <laughs> where does in America? Where do lady boys <laughs> stand in where, the? Where uh, did this review go? <laughs> no, because you're saying chicks with well, penises, then, right? Yeah. Where do lady boys fit in the whole LGBT Ooh, thing? Because L is for lesbians, so they're not the... trans. Well, it's LGBTQ oh, yeah, they plus. Would be trans, wouldn't they? Yeah. I never thought of them as trans. I just thought of them as lady boys. <laughs> lady boys. Fair enough. What did you think transvestites were? Just drag acts. 
Well, not, they are. You're not like transsexuals, not transvestites. Oh yeah, sorry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, sorry. Transsexuals. I never really thought about it to be honest. Because I don't. Whatever they do, it's up to them. I don't give a fuck. So <laughs> as long as they're happy and they don't kill anyone, fuck it. What if they just cut someone's leg off? Well, Again, if you do something illegal, you should be punished for punished it. Punished for it, regardless of what you, who you are. And but I don't what think you that has like. anything to do with their rights in the LGBTQ. No, I, just, <laughs> I think it's I a honestly, bit of a strange one to go Honestly, down. it was like LGBT, and I'm like, hold on, is the LB lady boys? And I'm like, no, because L is lesbians. So I'm like, where's the thing? And then, and then you brought up transsexuals. I'm like, oh, yeah, okay, that's that it. has to go, really. No, that's just my stupidity. The LGBT. No, because I know. Oh, lady boys, gays. No, because I knew what the whole LGBT. I don't know what the QAAAP, all that sort of stuff. I think it's queer, queer. asexual, something, pansexual, whatever mm. it is. But I'm like, where do lady boys fit in it? Forgetting <laughs> that they're transsexuals. So that's that was my ignorance, and then you cured my ignorance. So that, that, has, to, that has to be a torch. A torch. Yeah. You learn something new every day. <laughs> that lady boys are transsexuals. Yeah. I thought you would have known that already, to be fair. I did, but it didn't sort of click in my head in that. But I mean, not necessarily. Not all of them want to be permanently women, do they? Yeah, but not all transsexuals do. There's temporary transsexuals. Yeah. Well, or they're just men with tits. <laughs> you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Don't shake your head at that. Men with tits is a thing. I didn't shake my head. You did. I saw you shake your head. I like for the viewer at home who can't see it. The viewer. Yeah. Um, yeah. Men with tits is lovely. That's a thing. We probably need to have subtitles for the people who can't hear but want to li- watch the podcast. Oh, you fucking write it out. Fuck then. that noise. <laughs> well, I think um, YouTube does it automatically nowadays. Yeah, yeah but it's not very reliable. <laughs> it's better than us writing it all out, isn't That's it? That's true. Like, do you really want to write a transcript for this? No. <laughs> <laughs> Your silence speaks volumes. <laughs> you just get like a um, text-to-speech program, play it. <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> So anyway, it's we, not going to understand what Jebs means, for yeah. example, or Norks. Norks, <laughs> come along with the Norks. <laughs> uh, right, back to Dirk. Yes, yeah. Sorry. Well, oh yeah, that's the thing we're reviewing. Yeah, we, yeah, we were reviewing this. So sorry. What was your uh, like? Because I just did the first episode review. Um, but if you want to talk about how you felt about the first four episodes. Because I'm guessing, Zell, you're happy to talk about all eight, because that's what I'll do. Yeah. Um, like, I won't put any spoilers in. We won't put any spoilers, but... Thanks. I appreciate it. Yeah, if you want to go first, and then I'll... Me and Jennings will sort of discuss the series. As um, well. I agreed with you that there's, like, a lot going on, but it also is the open end. It's, like, setting the tone for the rest of the season. Yeah, but, okay. I understand it's setting the tone for the rest of the season, but... Like, if every episode was that breakneck speed, I wouldn't have watched the rest of this. Oh, I would. Oh, I think I would have. There's just far too much going on. It needs You need to have a break to digest what you've seen. You can't have bang, 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 bang. It's like a Dan Brown book. They're shit, but they're page turners. You just literally go, all oh, right, it's a cliffhanger. Oh, I kind of do want to see what... Oh, he's moved on to another bit. 
All right, let's read this bit so I can go up to the bit I wanted to watch. Oh, wait, that's that bit's gone okay. Oh, it's another cliffhanger. I'll go on to another. They're just It's really badly written sort of shite that you just go... Like, you wouldn't be interested in the story if it was just all written out in a wanna. Who's Dan Brown? Uh, the guy who did <laughs> fucking uh, Angels and Demons and... Oh, sorry, The Da Vinci Code. That's oh, probably the one okay. you read. Anyway, sorry. Um, but yeah, I think I think it, it did like I think because it was so fast paced, that's what hooked me to it. Oh, fair. Like, if that's what you actually liked about it, good for you. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, it needs to grab my attention because if it's if it's slow, I, I have to I have to properly get invested in it before like you actually put in before like I want to watch it properly. <clears throat> Yeah, because the so opposite would be The Wire, where yeah. it's fucking so slow. You have to wait four or five episodes yeah. to really go, oh, wait, shit's going down. But, um... Wait he wants the that. coke. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's another thing where if it was, if I'd watched The Wire on BBC Two like it was originally aired, week to week, I wouldn't have bothered. I, I kind of agree with you. But like, Better Call Saul's like... Slow and well, and so it's Breaking Bad, but I liked that as well. But I liked the show, so I was in that. With both of those, I watched both of those in binges to start off with. I watched yeah, Breaking Bad I, I did episode that. to episode because uh, I firstly found it when we were in. We're in uni. Thorsby Street? No, it's when we were in uni. Yeah, weren't you? Oh, yeah, you were yeah. in Thorsby Street, sorry. I was and on. I was like, oh, what's this shit? Because I was like, hold on, isn't that the guy from. Malcolm in the Middle. That's it. I'm like, like, what the hell is this? I remember then? you telling me, like, we were just getting fucked out of our face and you were just like, oh, have you heard about this show where he's uh, dealing meth? And I was just like, fuck, you can't have uh, Malcolm in the Middle's dad doing that. And then it just turned out to be one of the best fucking series ever. Uh, it did trail off towards the end, but that's... I, same I wouldn't know. I know. I can't believe you won't watch the rest of them. It really pisses me off that you won't watch the rest of them. I'm happy with... Season one. I understand you want to stay in your bubble, but sometimes it's nice to stretch out. No, because I've seen shows when they go all the way to the end, and most of them are fucking shit. So I decided, you know what? Yeah, I'll stop whenever. Proper shit. I know. Like proper shit. I know. Again, South of Nowhere is, is my <laughs> go-to. It's so bad, but I I watched it for like three seasons only because. It had a really, really fit lass in it. And she was stunning. And I'm like, as long as I get to see her in like fit clothes, I, I'll just sort of watch it. And then it was awful. So after that, I'm like, as soon as... I'm the magicians. That was fucking weird. Yeah, but that well. lass has a cracking pair of tits. So it literally is. As long as there's a cracking pair of tits <laughs> within the show, you don't care. If it's a shit else. show, then yeah. If it's a good show, then I'll move on from the fit but, lass so to Doctor the Who. Thing. You only watched Doctor Who because there was a fit lass in it. Yes. So you wouldn't watch the Catherine Tate episode. Fuck, I fucking hate oh, that sorry, woman. Mark. It's all right, sorry, Mark. I know, I know she's your I know favorite. she's your one, but I fucking I hate you, that woman. All so women much. are attractive. Well, especially Catherine Tate. <laughs> I actually hated her in Doctor Who. So. <laughs> I just don't find her funny. I think she's grown me, but... Or anything. Yeah. I, I just yeah. don't like that woman. What a fucking liberty. No, each to his own. Well, I think she just ripped off quite a lot of Harry Enfield shit and uh, got famous for it because she was a woman doing it. And she ripped off a lot of Rip, Little Britain's shit. 
Okay. Anyway, again, let's not go down the let's little not again as well. Well, I was young and uh, getting stoned in a shed. That was well worth watching. Uh, but like, it's like Bo Selector. Like you can't. You're going back to it. There's funny bits, but you just go, "Why the fuck did I watch this?" And then you realise, "Oh yeah, because I was fucking stoned off my tree," and that was it. It's like half baked and quite a lot of the other stoner films I used to watch. They were good when I was stoned, but sober. Like, fuck it all, there's no story to this at all. <laughs> Where's the tits? <laughs> anyway, Mark, your review yeah, for the first four episodes. Yeah, it was all right. Oh, come on. I'm sorry we've interrupted it again with <laughs> talking tits. about fit women. <laughs> it was all right. Just all right. Yeah. Haven't you got anything more to bring to... I, I was going to see you've got pages there. They're just character bios, I'm guessing. Yeah, pretty much. Okay, well, do well, you want to... Okay, so why did characters? you like the Psycho Woman so much? Psycho Woman Bart, which is... I'm guessing, like, is a play on, like, the... the... Uh, no, it's a play on her um, operation name. So she was called o- Operation Bart. Bartholomew I think it's Bartholomew or something along those lines and that's the reason why she's called Bart alright okay cool or Bertram or something along those lines Um, and she's hired by the universe and she kills everyone she meets but she's never killed the wrong person yeah um, it does explain that in the show um, a lot better than what you just explained (laughs) Because um, she says, uh, did, "Have you got up to the episode where she waves at a guy, and she says, come over here,' and then he gets hit by a car, and then you find out he was uh, a paedophile?" No, sorry, <laughs> spoiler. <laughs> it's only a very small part of it, but it's to show that she is actually working for the universe to kill bad people. Yeah, I mean, it kind of like confirmed it when the uh, the guy who fixing the, fixing the truck was going to kill him. Yes, yeah. Uh, and where she starts shooting at herself in the head, and then she shoots in the air. Yeah, shoots in the she can't die. Yeah, the universe protects her, so no one can actually kill her. And she's seeking to kill Dirk gently. I can't remember. Do they explain why she wants to kill him? Uh, I don't want to ruin it for Mark. Right, close your ears for a second. <laughs> yeah. No! Well, did, Let's just not give you away any points. Yes, watch? I'm actually going to watch the rest of it. All right, we'll ask you questions on the next podcast about Dirk Gently to see if you actually watched it. <laughs> My review of the first four episodes, it has some really nice ideas and ties everything up after you watch... Uh, well, it ties a couple of things up. It's just... It's far too cool for itself and it just seems to be relentlessly paced in those first four episodes that really pisses me off. The Psycho and the Hacker, that's a really good bit of it. Um, I kind of get annoyed at the uh, three, uh, the rowdy three. Um, they do, later on in the series, become empathetic, but you have to wait a while for that. And it is, you're just a bit like, fucking hell, this is shite. And some of the characters, like especially in the first four episodes, you just go, why the fuck are you in it? And then once you watch the rest of it, you go, oh, right, because... I watched the first four episodes and I was like, why the fuck did I like this series? Because in all honesty, it's a bit wank. It's far, it's trying to be far too clever for itself. Why the fuck am I still watching it? And then, because I was bored, I watched the, <laughs> the last four episodes. I went, that's why I like this series. Because it actually, if it was just one long film, 
I would have loved it. Like just have a massive film. I would have been like, this is this is tits. But like with uh, oh, just those first four episodes, so breakneck and there's so much shit that's just going on. You just got to go suspend your disbelief until you get to the end, and then you go. All oh, right, that's really nice. All oh, right, that's really good. Oh, that's clever. That. Oh, they've done really well with that. Like, this, I just, I'm just trying not to spoil it for you. This um, paralibulitis that mm. um, Todd's sister's got. He had it. I get the feeling that no. he still got it. What? I get the feeling that he still got it, but he's like you'll find no. out. You'll find out. <laughs> Repressing it or something. Not allowed to say. You'll find out. Oh, um, like, this makes it a lot harder. Like, well, it's a good thing. Um, us not being able to talk about. Here's your challenge. I guess. Well, Zell still needs to do his review, and I don't know whether he will be able to stop I'm, I'm, I'm going to review the entire season mm. rather than the first four episodes, because... Well, yeah, you only watched them last week, didn't you? Yeah. So, is that it, Mark? Nothing else to add? No, nothing else to add. So, you well, you seem to quite like it, though. You're going yeah, to watch the rest it. of it. I am going to so. watch the rest of it, and I'm also going to read the book. Oh, all three of them. Now that another three, yes. <laughs> yes, that's going to be a no. <laughs> Again. I'm going to read the books. Uh, all three of them. Uh, yeah. Well, I found two of them, so... I think the third one might have been defunct, actually. I think he died after the uh, nearly finishing the third one. Oh, no, it's the fourth one that he nearly that he died on. Because there's a long, dark tea time of the soul, and then there's another one. Teaspoon, is it? Teaspoon, no. Tea time. Because oh, <laughs> I've read that one, and I thought it was a um, Hitchhiker's Guide one, but uh, it wasn't. And I was really disappointed. <laughs> I was only I was only about twelve when I read it. I can't remember anything about it. Uh, Even at twelve, you're a loser. I read Hitchhiker's Guide when I was twelve, and like I loved it. Like one of my favourite books of all time. I, I, I love Douglas. Adams. I think I was thirteen when I read um, Hitchhiker's Guide. Mm? The only two books that I remember reading and liking that was not for school. Oh, not only one book that was not for school, and it was. Uh, Roald Dahl's Danny and the Champion of the World. Oh. I really loved that book when I was a kid. And then for school, I really loved Of Mice and Men. I know you love Of Mice and Men. I watched That's the film so with um, John Markovich, and that wasn't bad either. But <laughs> I really liked that. Hey, um, the Twits by Roald Dahl. I fucking love The Twits. That's... Again, I only read um, Danny and the Champion of the World. I fucking mm. love that book. I've still got images of that with the pheasants and the car and all that shit. Fucking ace book. The books can be cool, but not for me. <laughs> not for me. Not for me. You I'd should play The Last of Us 2 as well. Have you started playing I've it? Started playing no, it. no, let's not go into that on this review. We'll wait until the end of uh, this review to talk about it. Oh, I'm not going to talk about it because... Um, don't, don't fuck off. It, like, honestly, it, it'll, fuck off. It'll spoil things for you. Yeah, stop it. Don't talk to, don't it, talk to me about it. I want to go into it blind. I've li- literally tried to keep away from it, and I'm going to keep away from it until the 26th. Um, but I can't wait to play it. Like that is a game that uh, that's one of our randomly reviewed as well. Um, the only thing yeah, I'll say, well, the first one is, um, is it plays like the first one. Cool, like, which I didn't like. It wasn't a fun experience to play. That's because you were shit at it. No, it just I was ace at the it. aiming and the stuff. I, I never liked it. Like as a third person shooter. I prefer like Saints Row or Mafia or Red Dead Redemption. Oh, because they're where the a lot... aiming is so much better. No, it's a lot easier. 
It's not better. It's no, because getting a headshot in Red Dead is still... It's still... Right, we're not it's reviewing challenging. that. We're not reviewing that. So it's, anyway, yeah, let's get back to it. It's, it starts off really, really. So you got well. no extra points that you want to bring up, Matt? You've been quite quiet during this one, like it's... no for the fourth fucking time. Oh right, cool, <laughs> right. Um... Sorry, we just want to include you. <laughs> it's my podcast, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> for me, um, the the entire season. Was really was good. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was really good because um, I binge watched it. Um, I was not like um, thinking it was all at breakneck speed because the, the next episode was literally just around the corner. Mm. Um, it was good. I really liked it. Uh, the assassin woman is probably the best character because she acts really well in it, and the character mm. itself is the fact that you've got an assassin that just kills people who are meant to die not who are she's not yeah. been told by anyone to kill them she's just doing it because they're just random people they are supposed to die universe goes right fuck you so that was ace it does get the script sometimes does annoy me like the way they talk and stuff it does sort of grind on you a bit but because it's kind of quirky and whimsical I, I sort of let it slide if it was like a seriously show then I'd sort of go, no one would talk like that, yeah, and yeah. that would turn me off. But because it's quirky and it's well, not set it's... in real life, yeah. as it were, it, it kind of, I sort of allowed it. And I'm glad I did, because it, overall it was it was great. The second season, which we're not going to discuss, I kind of fell off a bit, because you know what goes on. I know what goes on I, in the second season. Um, I, I didn't like it. It's not but. Like, it's not bad. It's just but... they'd written themselves into a corner at the end of season one and just literally didn't know how to get out of it. And it's it just goes up its own arse with how clever it tries to be in the second series because it's quite good in places. Maybe it's just because I don't like the premise of it, um, but I, it's still... It tries to make things connect the same way. That, like in the first series... It all connects in a really nice yeah, way. That's that's a really nice show way. that I wish I'd stopped at season one. Mm. Season two was not worth. Um, so, Mark, what do you? Oh, you do the whole scoresy jargon, yeah. don't you? Um, so, out of five stars, I'd probably give it based on the first four episodes a three and a half. Um, for the overall series, I'm going to give it a three and a half as well. Overall, for the both, I'd give it a three. It'd be like a four and a two. So, so season oh, season I... one would be a four, and, and season, season two. two would be a two because I I, I just I didn't like it. Mm. I didn't like it at all. So three overall. So yeah. So for season one, uh, if four, we're just doing season four. one, then it'd be four out of five. But for the whole entire thing, for the entire thing, it's no, that's three. Because you've seen it, then I think it's better to do that. Which gives us a randomly reviewed rating of 3.6. Who's the four? Wait, yeah. You. No, mine's a three overall. Four for season one and two for season two. So I took you season one. No. No, because his reviews for the entire season one and two, which is a 3.5. So mine would be a three, not a four. So it would be... No, the four would be a three. <laughs> you fell out. Because he said three point five and you said three point five. Yep. <laughs> so it would be ten out of 
Yeah, so three point three out of five. Yeah. Seems to be a common score. It does, it does. I think the porno got three out of three. Three point. Oh no, no, I think that got, got three point five. I think. Did I it? Think the porno's the highest. What was last week's one? I think last week and the porno might last be week tied. didn't do that well. Oh, yeah, it, it did. was a robot. Yeah, it's robot. I know that audition got the lowest because yeah. you two fucking hated it, but it's it still the highest rated in terms of critics and everything. 